You're listening to a Franciscan Voice podcast. Your voice for all things good. Ave Maria. My name is Brother Solanus Mary. I have to say that I do like reading conversion stories. I also like watching the old Hollywood pictures, those dating back to the black and white era. Tonight, we will talk about the conversion of a film star with whom many of you over a certain age will be familiar. He was the strong, silent type. He seemed more at home in the Western than in any other film genre. He was once dubbed the tall American by a biographer. And I readily readily admit that he is my own favorite actor. We speak of Gary Cooper. Gary Cooper, or Coop as he was known to his family, friends and fellow actors, had started out his film career in silent pictures, but he easily made the transition to talkies. To be honest, he was excellent in any kind of film genre, be it drama, melodrama, romantic comedy, biopic or western. However, he excelled in playing heroic all-American roles, such as Alvin York in Sergeant Jork, Lou Gehrig in Pride of the Yankees, and US Marshal Will Kane in High Noon. Coop was a true American, and these types of roles came natural to him. Coop had the good fortune to be married to a devoted wife, Veronica, known as Rocky to her family and friends, who was also a devout Catholic. Mass was very important in the life of Rocky, and she attended Sunday Mass along with her daughter, Maria. Many times they tried to coax Coop to come along to Mass with them, but to no avail. Occasionally, priests were invited to the house to dine with the family, and Coop would join in the conversation. One day, to his wife's surprise, Coop accepted her invitation to accompany them to Mass. He soon began to receive instruction and was, in time, received into the Catholic Church. The year was 1959. Here, we should credit the good witness of Coop's wife and daughter in his conversion. Action always speaks louder than words. It wasn't long before Coop was afflicted with the painful disease that would take his life. Towards the end, he became bedridden. However, his newly found faith would prove to be a great comfort to him during this time. Thanks to his wife, Coop became acquainted with a local parish priest, Father later Monsignor James O'Callaghan, who would become one of his regular visitors. Monsignor O'Callaghan tells of his first meeting with Coop, shortly after the doctors had diagnosed that his condition was inoperable. Monsignor expressed his deep sorrow to Coop on hearing the bad news. He recalls, I will never forget his response. He smiled, put his arms around Rocky and Maria, squeezed them and said, You know, Father, God has really blessed me in this life. God has given me so many wonderful gifts. I have a loving wife and daughter, and God has surrounded me with many sincere friends. I have no complaints. 
If God wants to take me now, it's okay with me because God has not shortchanged me. In his acting career, Gary Cooper had won two Oscars for Best Actor, in 1942 for Sergeant York and in 1952 for High Noon. In 1961, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences awarded an honorary Oscar to Gary Cooper. The award was presented by the veteran film director, William Wyler. In his presentation, Wyler spoke movingly about the humility of Gary Cooper. Coop was too ill to accept the award in person, so his good friend, the actor Jimmy Stewart, collected it on his behalf. During the acceptance speech, Stewart had to hold back the tears. Very soon, the general public would find out that the life of Gary Cooper was nearing its end. Happily, Coop was blessed to have the opportunity to receive Holy Communion each week. Indeed, he once said that the highlight of his week was when the priest brought him Holy Communion. His wife recalled, Every time he'd received Communion, he said he felt so much better. He was completely unafraid of the future. He really was. No fear whatsoever. Father O'Callaghan was a regular visitor to Coop's bedside. He recalls, Whilst visiting Gary on one occasion, I could see he was in enormous pain. I brought with me a small steel crucifix about three inches long, and I gave it to him and said, I want you to hold this, and when the suffering gets intense, squeeze that crucifix until it hurts, and then unite your sufferings with the sufferings of Christ for the salvation of souls. This will make your suffering very efficacious, more meaningful. He held on tightly to the crucifix and he began to understand. Coop was good friends with the American writer Ernest Hemingway. Hemingway was a lapsed Catholic and they had had deep discussions surrounding the Catholic faith and about his own conversion. Now, as he lay in his deathbed, Coop had asked for this message to be brought to Hemingway. Please tell Papa, Ernest Hemingway, a message. It's important, and you mustn't forget, because I'll not be talking to him again. Tell him that time I wondered if I had made the right decision and he brought the crucifix on his pillow to his cheek. Tell him it was the best thing I ever did. Gary Cooper died on the 13th of May, 1961, the feast of Our Lady of Fatima, as it so happened. He was only 60 years old. His funeral was attended by many of the famous names in Hollywood who had known and worked with him, both Catholic and non-Catholic alike. Throughout his illness, Coop had borne everything in a very edifying manner. I know, I know what is happening is God's will, he was wont to say. Monsignor O'Callaghan would remark later on, As a priest, I have prepared many people for death, but I have never met a person more resigned and better disposed for death than Gary Cooper.
Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our website to discover other episodes at franciscanvoice.org.